And uh, George Ferrucci joining me now to look at a huge night tomorrow night at the Meadows. How are you, George? Not bad, Cosy. How are you, mate? I'm good. This is just a one to celebrate over. We've got the preliminary uh, heats of the the Australian Cup. We've got the Zoom Top, the Rookie Rebel, and the Tim Lee. Group three, group ones as well. Yeah, we had a few people ask um, on social media how it works with the Australian Cup because mm-hmm. um, obviously they're prelims. So what ends up happening is there's a top 56 greyhounds that are nominated that go straight into the heats next week, Cosy. Yep. So that, that leaves eight spots available, and that's why these prelims are on. So the greyhounds that are on a, on a rung below get an opportunity to race in a heat of the Australian Cup. Ah, that's right. how it works. So we've got a few of the prelims, and obviously all the best greyhounds, are, well, a lot of the best greyhounds are racing in the Tem Lee. So um, what they, they're hoping is to race three weeks in a row, the Tem Lee, the heat of the Australian Cup, and then into the, Mal- mm. uh, into the Australian Cup final. But as you mentioned... Um, Tomorrow night's unbelievable. And you just couldn't have scripted it any better. We'll just um, mention, in race 10, the Tem Lee, as it stands right now, Cosy, yep. Wow She's Fast, Amron Boy and She's a Pearl are all $3.60 equal favourites. Cannot split them. It's absolutely fantastic. And it just sets up for what is going to be an unbelievable race. You don't often see those odds, three equals at that price in a greyhound race, do you? No, and Kelsey Bale's $4.80. So, I mean, essentially, there's half the field under $5 in the Tem Lee, um, which is a bit of a surprise. But, look, uh, look, it's, it's, it's the, each of those three greyhounds that are favourites have got their admirers for different reasons. Wow, she's fast, clearly, because she took out the Phoenix against this similar field and was just too good for them. Amron Boy, because of his eye-catching performance in that Phoenix and what he's gone on to do since. And she's a pearl... I think everyone is in agreement. He's probably the best box dog in the race, even though it's box four and it's traditionally one of the squeeze boxes. The fact that McInerney RSN Zone is a greyhound that likes to use a little bit of the track, um, so does Fernando Mikoff, box seven. She should get clear enough running. So I'll tell you what, that run to the first corner will tell us a lot. I'm just looking at some of the prize money here. She's a pearl sitting on $1.6 million. Wow, she's fast at $2 million. It's just incredible. It's, it's nearly $4 million between two of them. Yeah, you're right. And McInerney's won over a $1 million. It's yeah. the first time in history where a greyhound that has won $2 million takes on a greyhound, two greyhounds that have won a $1 million each. So yeah, well, McInerney's sitting on one point two seven. Oh, absolutely. Look, they, and, and Amron Boy is a greyhound that people think will smash over the million-dollar mark if he can stay sound. So, yeah. look, I, I think it just highlights again where we are at in, with greyhound racing at the moment. The prize money is crazy, and there's no rest. I mean, we've we seen them race in December. We only have to wait practically six weeks, and we get to see the yeah. champs run again. There's no really an off button, as we keep mentioning, and I tell you what, this Tim Lee, it, it is an absolute crack. I'm not sure... Which way you're leaning, uh, Cozzy, but um, I've got one in mind. I'm just looking, first of all, Amron Boy, that run, the last run when he ran fifth, was he a bit tender, do you think, in that run? Well, look, when we spoke to Brooke, and it was good to, she's really frank when she mm. speaks to us on radio. I think she just said, look, Wentworth Park's probably not go. I thought the riding was on the wall in that heat of the pause of Sunday. He won, but he won in 28, uh, 29.85. Now, Amron Boy, at his absolute best, would run 29.30 there if he handled the track well. So I, I thought it was either an injury or he just didn't handle the track. Um, he's had subsequent uh, subsequent trials and he's come back and trolled very, very well, apparently. So I, I think back to his home track, uh, Cosy, he's going to be incredibly hard to beat. Why I'm sticking with Amron Boy, 
because out of the three of them, and I'm speaking of where she's fast, she's a Pearl and Amron mm. boy, let's not disrespect the Greyhounds, that the other five that are in the race, but he's the one that even if he doesn't lead and doesn't get things his own way, has an opportunity to win the race. Now, <clears throat> she's a Pearl makes her own luck in races, and she, that shouldn't be taken against her because she's just a get-out-and-go type. And while she's fast, clearly has been so dominant that she gets to the front, he's hard to run down. But I just think if Amron Boys is close enough from the draw, I think he's the greyhound to beat. I'm actually going to go she's a pearl. Just that I... It's a flip of the coin. You could go for any of them. But I just think from there, got the pace. If she can come across and get and lead them, I think she's going to take a power running down. Well, she's the one that's been backed, Cosy. The other two have drifted slightly. She's the one that's had a crack from $4 into $3.60. The other two started lower $3 and then blown out to $3.60. We'll mention the others quickly. Kelsey Bales at $4.80 had some support. Of course, she's a giant killer. She defeated Amron Boy coming from behind uh, in the Silver Bullet. I just get the feeling that Amron Boy's a different dog now. Um, he just went to a different level in his last month, month or two. Fernando Mick, of course, who narrowly lost the Melbourne Cup final, then took out the Hobart 1,000. He's at $14. He's got a lot to say in the race because of his early speed. Baby JC, she just isn't drawn well, but she's an absolute star. She's at $15. Mobile legend, the Country Cup's king for the Brennan brothers, is at $18, and he's just been flying the lids at the moment. Has he shown his best form at the Meadows? No, but again, he seems a different dog. He's gone to another level more recently. Um, and then we go out to McInerney, who's $34, almost a forgotten dog here. And I, I, I'm gathering it's, it's because of the amount of speed drawn either side of him. So where does he sit on that first corner? Um, that's not to say he couldn't run a place because he's a greyhound that tries his heart out and he gets to the line really well. But, look, it's a cracking race. I think um, Cal Greeno, trainer of Welsh's Fast, has been quoted as saying, it's probably one of the better fields he's seen assembled, which is a big, yeah, big praise. He was. Um, and it's, it's hard to disagree when you look at some of the prize money on offer. Right, the rookie Rebel, what will win that over the 600? Yeah, look, the other two invitationals are much harder for me. French Martini brings so much intrigue because 99% of her racing has been over 500, not 600. But 600 metres should suit her down to the ground. She's a good finisher. She had one start over 600 last start at Gosford and, and went very, very fast last week off box one. This is a different kettle of fish. She comes to the Meadows where she predominantly hasn't done well um, in her start. Well, she did race in the Tem Lee last year. Hasn't won a race in Victoria yet. Has she got the ability to win a race in Victoria? Of course. She's got the ability to win 20 of them. But um, you, you're thrown into a hand-picked Group 1 race over 600 metres where dogs are tried and true over this distance, so it won't be easy. Aston Velvet off Fox 2 can give her a little bit of pepper early, can begin. The question marks remain on Jarek Bale in a sense that, when I say question marks, he's not as race fit as they probably would have liked because he did get he did get hurt after his Sale Cup heroics. We haven't seen him for quite a while. The one I'm really keen on is Dukey Devil, and uh, the punters are agreeing with me here. From $7 into $5, mm. What I like about Dookie is he can really hop a box. He can get out and go, make his own luck. Almost started favourite in the Hume Cup, won by Aston Velvet, but just bombed the start and was never in contention. That's the fly in the ointment with him. If he doesn't lead, I don't think he can win. But I just think with the Greyhounds drawn around him, he maps pretty well, and I think he'll be hard to beat Dookie Devil at around the $5 mark. There's one in this that a couple of mates have got to share in, and I saw it win the other night at Gosford. It's as tough as Teak, punters bandit. Oh, it was a great run at Gosford, wasn't it? Was it was huge, yeah. Never, it never really looked like winning. No. 
And it shows track sense too. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the, again, the, the issue I have is it's, it's coming to the meadows against yeah. greyhounds who are proven here. It's drawn off the track. It's going to rely on a hell, of, a hell of a lot of luck. And if you can think that, if you think that Jarek Bale and French Martini and these type of greyhounds are anywhere near their best, you just couldn't see Punter's Bandit run them down. So that's where I have a query mm. on Punter's Bandit. But, but I'll tell you what, um, from $10 into $7, so people are certainly supporting Punter's mm. Bandit. Hey, uh, Moraine Susie, Corwan Magic Quarter, nice, nice feel going around the Zoom top. Yeah, and Mapunga Ruby, obviously, fresh off her Gold Cup victory. I mean, she's been such a star, Mapunga Ruby. I just, I mean, talk about prize money. She's won almost $600,000 in prize money, Mapunga Ruby. She's drawn box seven, and I know people say, well, they're stayers. You don't expect too much early speed. But usually in races like this, you might get three or four that show enough to vie for the lead. There really isn't much speed in this race. And that's why I think Mapunga Ruby can get into a very dominant position. Quarter back from 31s into $10 now after his exploits when running second to her in the Gold Cup at Albion Park. So he's got to be in contention. I can understand fully why Corborn Magic is the favourite in this race drawn off box one. Pound for pound, he's probably the best stayer in the country. Um, the dark horse, if there is one, like we've mentioned in the other races, is Maureen Susie. Um, we haven't seen her for a little bit. She took out the Group 1 um, t- a stayer's uh, top gun uh, back late last year. She's a greyhound that, with a little bit of luck, will be powering home, and he's used to the meadows, knows the track quite well. Terrific, terrific race. I'm sticking with Mapunga Ruby off box seven. I think she can dictate terms early, and she's just become such a, a dour stayer, where if she leads and the whips are cracking, she doesn't mind a bit of a bun fight. So I've got Mapunga Ruby on top to take home the Zoom top. Anything else stand out on the program, George? Yeah, look, a little bit later in the program, there's a there's a couple that I like. Um, in race nine, number six, a greyhound called Fred Rose. Has been knocking on the door more recently um, without winning. Some good placings against some very, very good greyhounds. Has a solid record at the Meadows. Uh, and I think it's a big chance of winning here. We're shopping it around the $5 and $2 a place for Fred Rose, so we can have a bit of a play each way, race nine, number six. Uh, and uh, also in race 11, the last... Uh, on the program, I'm keen on your hero, Bale, race 11, number five. Uh, obviously, at her best, she's a very, very talented greyhound. She's up against Boo Boo Billy, who took uh, part in the Group 1 Gold Bullion. He's a greyhound on the rise. We've got a lot of time for him. But I think if your hero can mm. find the front, she'll be hard to beat. So race 11, number five, and also race nine, number six, each way at the Meadows tomorrow. Good on you, George. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. No worries. You too, Cosy.